This is Blurring the Lines with Adam Bell and Peter Nicolaitis, IT entrepreneurs. Adam and Peter take on the topics of technology, business, life, and the pursuit of happiness and blur them together in the 21st century. Good afternoon, good morning, or good evening, and welcome to Blurring the Lines podcast, episode lit 55. (laughs) 55. (laughs) I am your host, Adam Bell, and joining me as always is my co-host, Peter Nicolaitis. Hey, Peter. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. It is weird, isn't it? It is. It's a little, little, little disconcerting, but I'm sure we can make it through here. (laughs) Well, you, you know why we're... Well, I guess you don't know why we're podcasting nope. on Thursday. Nope, I do not. Well, I've got to go down to the farm to have a uh, propane tank delivered, and I figured that would get in the way of our podcast. Propane tank might stop our recording. That sounds mm-hmm. like a valid, uh, a valid excuse. And the last time the propane guy was there, um, my creek had kind of washed out, mm. and I told him, don't go across the creek until I f- fix the creek. And uh, he drove his truck across the creek because he wanted to see if he could get across the creek. And he well, that's got, one way to find out. And he got stuck. Uh-huh. <laughs> Did, like, the water wash off uh, over the top of the back of the truck and take the propane tank floating down the <laughs> river? No, no. This was just the uh, on-site check out the site guy so fortunately he did not have you know i don't know 700 gallons of combustible material just waiting to float down yeah (laughs) that's always fun when that happens i've seen those like like was in um the the flooding like during hurricane katrina and stuff on the news you just see like like an an armada or a flotilla of uh you know propane (laughs) tanks going down the river so i was like that looks dangerous yeah but then again one tractor trailer driving down the interstate is just (laughs) as dangerous yeah (laughs) yeah so so i had to uh get on the tractor and push him out which was which was fun (laughs) Uh all right well at least you had a tractor right yeah yeah so and it was pouring down rain too to boot Hmm. not not just little but like pouring down pouring little little big bit little big bit great but that was fun so tomorrow's gonna be a nice dry august day and i'm gonna go out in the morning and make sure the bed is nice and the the creek bed is nice and smooth so the truck can come across and come back out and it'll be nice Wonderful, but, but I didn't want to take a chance and not have that, uh, not have that done. And us, I didn't want to miss a podcast. Hey, that that never happens. <laughs> you never. I mean, it's like clockwork. I mean, okay, sometimes, sometimes <laughs> <yeah>. it happens. <laughs> Big Ben. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, very good. So, what what's what's new in your world? Well, I noticed for one thing that my computer was feeling a little pokey today, a little sluggish. Mm-hmm. I was, um, you know, like just just typing away, doing some real time windows, like some chat windows and Skype. Uh, I sorry, uh, Slack conversations and stuff with colleagues. And I would type something, and nothing would happen. Nothing would happen. And then like four words would show up on the screen. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, that's a little weird. I can't really tell. Is it my um, uh, you know, is it is it the something just in the browser because I had a lot of tabs open, or is it um, 
something else you know there's a bunch of different options and uh so i decided to find it just to just shut down and restart my browser mm-hmm. so so i just did that and then when i rebooted it we started the browser i mean i noticed a pop-up window in the upper right corner of the browser and it was an ad for this software called hitman pro which, uh, oddly enough, is a malware removal tool. <laughs> it sure doesn't sound like it's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, so I was trying to figure out, like, what the heck happened? And I'm hoping that it's one of the plethora of websites that I had open in the background that, you know, spawned this and that it somehow managed to step outside of the the browser uh, you know, the border controls and stuff, which are also referred to as the Chrome, even though we're talking about the Chrome browser. This is the Chrome of the Chrome. Mm-hmm. Uh, cr- the Chrome de la Chrome, I guess. <laughs> and uh, But, you know, I had, I don't know, I'm not sure. A little, little concerned about that. So I uh, promptly reset my browser to defaults and scanned it with a couple of different uh, scanners and didn't find anything. So I don't know. That's still a little, a little fishy. Well, it's a good thing. I know a security guy up in the Boston area who could probably help you out. That would be awesome. Just send me his name. Give me his. Tell me what is his website address? Because maybe maybe I'll just look it up. I, I think it's it's Paradigm CC. No, is that right? What is Paradigm, it? How do you spell that? P A R A D I G M C C dot com. Paradigm CC dot com. Yeah, I think okay. that's it. I think that's it. All right, cool. I'll check that guy out. Oh, nice <laughs> website. Looks like he knows what he's doing. All right, cool. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. I like that. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so, so where are that. you? Where are you today? I am. Uh, I'm at home in Medford. Still mm-hmm. here at home. Yeah, everything's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've been doing the uh, the apartment uh, juggle shuffle thing, and uh, I've got uh, tenants moving in. I've got tenants moving out. I have other tenants moving out. This is like a shell and pea game. <laughs> Yeah. So so I have my residence and I have A, not P E E. Yeah, I don't pee on shelves. (laughs) So at the moment I have three rental properties, one of which is vacant and a primary residence. So three of those are condos and one is a commercial mixed use building. I supposedly sometime this week will have an offer to buy my Vermont property. Cool. So I'm happy about that. Um, I'm waiting to see what the offer is going to be because this is going to be a non-traditional, like, you know, not funded by the bank kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to, you know, probably have to hold at least, well, I'm going to have to hold paper on the loan. So that'll be an interesting thing. But I'm open to, you know, I'm open to that. Um, I have tenants moving out of a couple of different properties and one of them is partially furnished mm-hmm. like i have a fancy leather and wood sofa and love seat which i had originally bought for my coffee shop back in the day <laughs> and um, i moved those down with me to my place in somerville and it was a chore i don't know if we've ever talked about it on the show but they did not fit in the uh, hallway to get it upstairs to my apartment and uh my friend mike mike if you're listening it was a great quote he says it fits you just need better movers (laughs) 
<laughs> well, in the end, the movers ended up hoisting it up over the balcony. Yeah. And it worked fine. That's great. But it's not something I care to repeat anytime soon. So when I've listed that apartment, I've always listed it as partially furnished and it includes this. Mm-hmm. Well, somehow that seems to have maybe slipped by with my realtor this time because they're like, oh, we have our own couch. We don't want to leave that there. So I was like, okay. Well, as it happens, my other two tenants who are moving into my other rental property, they have no furniture. And they messaged me and said, hey, we're just wondering, do you have the dimensions? Because we're looking to buy some stuff. And I said, well, maybe I have a deal for you. (laughs) Yeah. So I still need to find somebody to get the couch out of this place, though, because I have... um, I I made one inquiry to some movers and I said, you know, um, just wondering if you would have anybody available on, I I know you're probably busy on September 1st, but because September 1st is the biggest move in day in the city of Boston, Mm -hmm. because that's when all the college students return. Right. So I said, do you have anything available around there or even after there's okay. And they replied, Oh no, we're, we're totally booked at that time around there or (laughs) yeah okay you you see the problem with this i was like no no that is not the right answer that is not how you do business yeah the answer is oh we're really booked on september 1st but we can move it on insert the date of availability and this is what is wrong this is like you know you get a phone call of say your business and someone says do you support websites or something and you know whoever's answering your phone says no <laughs> yeah no we don't because do that. because you know you should have a talk because maybe that's not really what they meant you <laughs> yeah. know or or do you say do you do you do computer support and they're like no we only do managed services oh yeah yeah no we can't help you but we're broken and we could really use some help and we have sorry it's like shut up and take my money no we don't want your money (laughs) we we have to have a contract in place before we'll take your money Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah so so i emailed them back i was like i i said you know on or after september 1st so you're telling me you're booked after september 1st forever that is the last day we have been booked out until through infinity and beyond Well, and and the Boston, New York, that area is like the mover. I mean, that's where you're known for your movers who are going to lift things up through store, you know, because there's like you said, there's no way to get those big couches through narrow elevators. Yeah, it's mover central, man. Mm -hmm. This is this is mover, mover, mover. So so maybe some podcast listener will contact you as a result of this episode. A good, an entrepreneurial mover will contact you. That'd be great. <laughs> so, so when do you when do you plan on moving, or when's your date? Just uh, not not for a little while. Okay. Well, I mean, when Elizabeth and I moved, we moved our last move, like we where we actually did the moving, two houses ago three houses ago uh but i told i told um elizabeth that if we couldn't afford movers we couldn't afford to move 
because I think I asked my friends for the last time to help us move. <laughs> And my back. <laughs> well, I, I went through that myself, too. I was going on and I said, um, you know, I said uh, that, that I, um, sorry, I just got a very distracting instant message. <laughs> totally derailed here. <laughs> sorry. This is why I need to turn off pop-ups. <laughs> Maybe that's how Hitman Pro got on there. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, moving. What was what was the question? Uh, yeah, I should I take know. a screenshot and post this into the show notes. <laughs> no, no, I shouldn't. So, so where were we? Um, you were talking about movers and hiring. Oh, hiring I, movie friends, 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 hiring, friends moving. Yeah, friends as movers. Yes. So I decided that my for my next move, that was my plan. I was gonna make like a Facebook event, have a barbecue provide beer that I'd made, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then I thought about it and I was like, you know, I could probably, I don't have a lot of stuff. So when the time comes for me to move, I think it's probably going to be, you know, I'll hire some movers. I did that the last time. I did it the last couple of times and it was really wasn't that expensive and it was well worth it. You know, mm -hmm. no chiropractor bills, <laughs> less liability, yeah. fewer, fewer angry friends. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I've had a lot of friends who have offered to like, you know, when the time comes, make trips back and forth, load up the car with lots of little things and stuff. So it, it shouldn't be a problem. Yeah. Help me unpack. That'll work. We'll unpack yeah. and have a party. Exactly. When the time comes, there you go. Yeah. Well, all right. So let me, I'll tell you about my good eBay iPad experience, which was totally to the contrary of what I was expecting. So, you know, I, I bought the iPad in November of 2016, and I sold the iPad in July of 2017. Perfect working order, hardly used it. Um, I get, you know, original box everything so he tries to hook it up with verizon and i had it hooked up on my verizon account and uh he says well it it's unable to be activated because it's a no purchase ipad so apparently the previous owner before me didn't pay actually probably two owners ago didn't pay for it and then um the wholesaler who sold it on an ebay to me you know it just wasn't it was no good so i he sent it back to me i refunded him his full money apologized to him and, and he was very gracious you know because sometimes when you get strangers like that they may just bash you on ebay this guy was trying to pull a scam and you know tough luck buddy yeah. <laughs> yeah. so i mean i paid for shipping to have it back and i refunded his money in full you know the only thing he lost was time uh mm -hmm. You know, and, so, and as we know, people's time is worthless, so that doesn't count. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's not that's not true. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he was he was gracious and didn't didn't complain, didn't leave me a bad feedback because I I mean really and and I did everything I could do. So I got the iPad back and I was like I I put my SIM in it before. I want to see what happens and I put my SIM in it. And it killed my sim. 
killed your sim. It it the when he tried to te- when he tried to get it hooked up, the iPad got thrown into the fraud group, and then my sim, my working sim from my iPad, I plugged it into it. My sim was now associated with a fraudulent iPad, and it canceled my sim. So then I had to call Verizon and get them to reactivate it. It was a it was three hours of pain. I won't even I won't even go into it. But Verizon did work through it. They were friendly enough. But the fraud department. The thing is, the fraud department calls and says, "Is this Adam Bell?" Yes, this is Adam Bell. Can you prove that, please? Give us your your credit, <laughs> your uh, mother's maiden name, etc. No, no, no. Just you're Adam Bell. Yeah, I'm Adam Bell. <laughs> Like, you could have called in for me. Uh, so, but anyway, so I, I emailed the person that I bought the iPad from. Not a, I, I didn't email them an angry email. I just said, hey, uh, I learned a valuable lesson here. I bought this iPad from you when I received it. I didn't check to see with Verizon if it was good or not. I just plugged my SIM in and it worked. And it turns out that this was on a no-buy the previous person didn't pay for it and i'm guessing that you probably bought it that way and you didn't check it either so going forward i'd recommend that you check it i mean i didn't i didn't ask for anything because i mean i sold i bought it in november 2016 i mean i couldn't expect them to take it back i mean i would like them to take it back but couldn't expect it they replied back same day uh, send me your email address and I'll I'll send you a return and I'll, we'll give you a full refund for it. Like, are you kidding? <laughs> That's pretty. That, that is a decent ending. Yeah, that is a decent ending. So, I I shipped it in the mail and sent it. I was kind of cons- I I had to do some double checking to make sure that it, you know it wasn't a fraud. You know, like that I didn't. But I sent my communication to them through eBay and everything else. And but yeah, they. So I'll give them a good review of, hey, they took this back well after they really should have been responsible for it. But, I mean, they're a big eBay company. They had, like, I don't know, 97,000 transactions on eBay. So it was probably a big deal for them to keep a good positive presence there. So I, I was pleased. I'll have to, Like I said, I'll put them a positive review when I see the money back in my account. <laughs> once it shows up that'd once, be a good thing once it shows up because the ipad's gone <laughs> oh 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 so here's here's a here's a funny thing so so um in one of the moves that i'm involved in right now is uh moving my my business to a new office and i called verizon and i said i'd like to move our fios service mm-hmm. to the new location and they said, Fios is not available there, but you could have our DSL service. And I said, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. So we set up with Comcast Business. So when I called to turn off the Fios service, I was you know, asked why and did you check? And I said, yep, yep, okay. They're like, oh, you don't have service there? Okay, fine, we understand. Well, you know, you're not obligated to keep the contract. And I was like, okay, fine. Well, it's been two years anyway at this other location. So, you know, I'm out of contract. Yeah, you're not, un- you're not obligated. That's right. So I said, okay. 
And then they called back the next day and said, oh, no, we have Fios at the new location. <laughs> and I said, yeah, already signed the two-year contract with Comcast, numbnuts, because you guys told me that it wasn't available. Uh-huh. And I'm not going to go, you know, I was like, but then I realized, I was like, well, I got the whole, you know, two-year promo price kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, and Verizon had recently jacked my price up so that I was paying more for 50 megabits than I used to be for 75 megabits. Mm-hmm. So I said, never mind. So my plan now is I'll just skip, you know, back in a couple of years, I'll switch back over to Verizon and see what they've got for plans. Yeah. And just keep ping-ponging them. I've got no loyalty to these guys, <laughs> especially because one of my new my new tenants who are moving into this location, they said, um, they said, uh, that uh, they were uh, they wanted to like who do we call for you know utilities and everything and i had already told them and uh, but you know people don't read so no 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 foul so i said uh you know you got to call verizon to set up your internet and tv and phone if you're into that sort of thing and they said okay we spoke to to uh verizon but uh they said there's going to be a 90 dollar charge to update the wiring because the wiring to the building is so old would you be willing to eat that or split that cost And I said, no, because that is not true, because <laughs> there are five, you know, units in the, that building that have Verizon service already. Fios, the same one that you guys are wanting to buy. He, you know, I was like, I am not going to. No. no. So they like, oh, okay. Yeah, I had Fios. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We had that there, and you know everyone else in that complex has it. So no, <laughs> don't don't let them. You know, so like, dude, Verizon, they have no clue. And I mean, I've known that for years. That's what what they've been like. They you know just they're totally out of touch. The dispatchers, the people on the phone answering the the calls, they have they, their view of reality compared to like what the linemen see is night and day. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so different. It's not funny. So, you know, you got to keep that in mind whenever you're talking to anybody at any of these big telcos. They're just, ugh. It's just amazing how how clueless they can really be. So, oh yeah, I had a uh, a lineman that was testing the quality of the line by doing a ping to the modem from his laptop. Yep. There you go. <laughs> Testing the line, the line from the modem to the laptop, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Good quality. <laughs> Good quality. <laughs> you, yep. There you go. <laughs> nope. There's no issues whatsoever. I'm not having a single drop ping. No. Well, all right then. Yeah. We're good. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so I was going through a rough patch recently, and my neighbor said, "I was going to give you beer. You need beer." Uh huh. And I said. Of course. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I need beer. So uh, I was like, what's the occasion? She's like, oh, you know, like, okay, well, uh, you know, like, where did you get these? And so she starts showing me these, and these are craft beers. These are some really nice beers. Uh-huh. It's like it's like something of um, a um, – hang on, work is buzzing me again. I'm so sorry. I should have just signed out. What? She had, I can't remember all of them now, but like from local breweries here, you know, some from Everett, Massachusetts, all, all these classy Boston brew, all these limited editions. Mm-hmm. Like we made these for like, you know, one time. Mm-hmm. 
And I was like, where did you get these? And she's like, oh, they're from my ex. Now, I've known her for a while. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Well, I didn't want to, you know, after ranting and raving about this, I said, I'll, you know, thank you. And I accepted them and I took them. Mm-hmm. And then I looked and I looked at the dates and they're all a couple of years old now. Mm-hmm. And they haven't been refrigerated. So I'm a little concerned that the they've gone past their prime in the shelf life. And I wanted to run that by the expert. Well, there there is a little bit of truth. Uh, okay, so here's what could make it go bad. Uh, sunlight, which you already know. If they've mm-hmm. been in a place where they've gotten sunlight. If there is a significant amount of sediment in the bottom and the sediment has started to uh, go through anaerobic respiration. If neither of those things have happened and they've been kept at a roughly 70 degree temperature, they will be a really good beer uh, because their beer home brew and special brews is like wine. It gets better okay. with age. It well, may, not, may not be as carbonated. Okay. Well, they have been, they were in a box. They were like in a sealed box, um, you know, with like styrofoam, in a, like a big, you know, uh, they're each, uh, what, 750 milliliters or that, uh-huh. thereabouts. Yeah. Uh, and they're all in a six pack box with styrofoam lid and bottom and, you know, kept. So definitely been kept dark and probably, I'm assuming roomish temperature. Mm-hmm. So, so there's hope. So maybe I, yeah. should, oh, okay. So maybe I, I do need to get the thank you card out after all. <laughs> Well, anyway, I'll be drinking some. I'll have some this weekend, and I'll uh, I will report back next week. Put it in the fridge and let me know. I, you might have uh, you know liquid gold on your hands. <laughs> All right then. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and uh, speaking of which, I, you know, I've been bothering you about uh, getting beer brewing for dummies, and I'm so so happy to hear that you have you have purchased that book because. I was going to send it to you. <laughs> Admit it. You're just tired of answering my stupid questions. <laughs> well, no, no. I mean, there, there's, there's some degree of I wanted, I wanted you to evolve as a brewer rather than continue to make the same mistakes. <laughs> Excellent. So I don't mind. I don't mind answering questions. <laughs> so, well, cool. Well, you, do you have? Uh, those apple airpod things where i do do you uh feel like something's falling out of your ear i do (laughs) (laughs) so i kind of knew that was going to be the um i kind of knew that was going to be the case because apple headphones have never stayed in my ear no mine neither and they've they've this is what their third iteration their third design if i recall because they had, they've had a couple of different uh, in the air. You know, there was the original round ones, and then they made the ones that are shaped like the AirPods, and then there's the ones with the AirPods with the things dangling down off the side mm-hmm. uh, with no wires. So um, I have gone through many wireless headphones over the last several years. Mm-hmm. I've had the kind where the the battery pack is like the you know horseshoe that hangs around your neck and then the the buds pop off of that i've had the over the ear kinds i've had the in the ear kinds i've had all sorts of different kinds i never bought the uh oakley versions which are oakley sunglasses with 
you know, uh, earphones built into those. Didn't, huh. didn't go that far. <laughs> um, never had any beats. Uh, so anyway, I was looking for ones and I went down to the uh, Apple store down in Boston and I said, I want to check out the AirPods. And they're like, well, the guy said, we don't have any, but let me show you mine. So I checked them out and he hands them to me and he's like, all right. You didn't, you, know, you, you didn't just, pop his earbuds in your ear, did you? Huh? They were a demo model actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I, I, I asked, I was just like, are these things clean? He's like, yeah, we clean them after every use. They're a demo model. I was like, okay. I was like, prove all right, it. well, in that case, yeah, prove, prove it. <laughs> Show me, right? I should smell alcohol when I put this in my nose, right? <laughs> yeah, right. So I opened it up, and immediately the cool thing is, like, you know, my iPhone says, hey, you've got new new pods here. You want a pair with those? I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. And I popped them in and the sound quality is really good. Mm-hmm. And they actually hang off my ears pretty well. Um, the only time that they have popped out is when I was, um, I uh, side vaulted a guardrail. So uh-huh. I was walking along the road and I wanted to be over there. And rather than walk all the way around, I just, you know, vaulted over the thing. All right. Hey, the, oh, by the way, you can't see my screen, but the newest Windows feature update is here and I can restart now. Ah, okay. Or not. <laughs> yeah. So, let's go. I'm going to go with not. not. I'm going to go with not now. How does not that now. work? Does, does not now work for you, Windows? Okay, thank you. Yep. So, um... So uh, I've, I've used them. Now, one thing I did decide to do, though, is I bought a little accessories kit because in classic Apple fashion, they make something that gets you 80 to 90% of the way there, and then they leave you hanging on the, you know, on the hook for the rest. Yeah. For example, the latest MacBook. You know, you need a dock or something like that. Otherwise, you can't plug in a USB peripheral and charge the stupid thing. Ah, nice. Right? So it's because it's got one charger port and everything. Um, like an iPad. When, <laughs> like an iPad. You got to buy... I have to buy a cover for mine. I bought a keyboard for my iPad. I had to buy a case for uh, every iPhone. Uh, I had to buy a case for my Apple Watch. Um, my ex-girlfriend bought me a stand for my Apple Watch and all my <laughs> iPads to sit on my desk. Right? All these different things. Uh, the... Uh, the, the iMac, when Steve Jobs introduced the iMac, it had that fancy little hockey puck mouse, mm-hmm. which I believe, if I'm not mistaken, was universally reviled. <laughs> yeah. And so, you you know, but but uh, like Belkin or whoever, you know, little off, off, um, off brands were making little add-ons for those little plastic addendum addenda to like snap onto the thing and convert it to a more normal fa- uh, form factor mouse. Mm-hmm. Likewise, I had to buy these little um, extenders for the AirPods. And what they do is they apply, they, they go around the AirPod as a, um, like a, like a, a sheath and they convert them into a type of, um, there's another type, I, it's hard to describe, but essentially it makes it so that it gives extra pressure towards the top of your ear, which holds yeah. it in place. And this kit that I bought, there there was an option, like for 10 bucks, you could just buy a strap. So, you know, just hang <laughs> off of them. And uh, for 20 bucks, you could buy a strap, three of these little adjustable sized, um, you know, in uh, adapters mm-hmm. and over the ear 
hooks mm -hmm. okay. as well. So it turns out I don't use the other two so much, but these ones that you add on to hold them in place work really, really well. And I've even used them out mountain biking and had no fear that they were going to pop out. And it also really improves the sound quality. So like when I, I'll be sitting at my desk and I'll use these and I've gone on like two, three mile walks and never had to adjust them. And they've, you know, or never feared that they were falling out. Well, that's cool. But they do get a little loose and then the seal is not there and then the sound quality definitely degrades it is you know it's it sounds like it's getting quieter and then the audio resolution the fidelity isn't as good mm -hmm. so uh, you know like any headphone if you start just taking it away from your ear everything starts to get quieter and tinny yeah so that happens with these but um other than that, so with those adapters in there, they stay well. At my desk, it's really handy just having them. Uh, really cool feature if you're on a phone call or, uh, sorry, if you have music playing and you pop them out of the ears, it pauses. Huh. You pop it back in, it resumes playback. That's cool. Uh, that's cool. The only way to control audio is either on the device, so like on your iPhone or with Siri. That doesn't always <laughs> go very well. <laughs> uh, Siri and I have a love-hate relationship. She loves to hate me, and I hate I, I, and I just hate her. So, <laughs> so that kind of blows. But um, other than that, they're pretty slick. They're not cheap. They're 159 bucks. But I have blown through a lot more than that on all these other third-party brands that I've been buying, <laughs> and uh, I'm hoping that these are going to last for some time. So um, definitely worth checking out. There are certainly a lot of other options. Like these guys are not in the ear, like noise canceling style, I don't think, you know. So like for, um, for, for flying, I would probably get like, you know, continue to use my Bose quiet comforts, you know, the over the ear style to really mask out the sound and stuff. But even those are getting a little old. I've had those for well, like eight years now or so. Yeah. So probably like they're, they're the quiet comfort twos and now they're up to like the what quiet comfort 57 or something i don't know <laughs> so, a little yeah. dated i use the panasonic what you know the wired and they're they're noise canceling just plug those right in my ear and the quality's fine and i can mow the grass but that wire is always down my shirt when i you know i'm always bending over in a way mm -hmm. that i've got to keep careful that i don't <laughs> rip the wire out and yeah cables and stuff i mean i started when i really started to despise cables was when i would be at the gym working out mm -hmm. because that's where it's just inconvenient because like okay i wanted to do turkish get-ups so that involves you lying on the ground and rolling onto your side <laughs> not the most comfortable place for an iphone <laughs> yeah right so it's like where the hell do i put the iphone well i have to put it down and that means i have to take the music off of my ears so mm -hmm. so that was annoying so um i know you had another nifty but i think we should save that for last for uh, next time and maybe call this an episode let before we go on for like 10 hours about nothing <laughs> yeah it'll, it'll Just be, a hunch. become a real episode which I, yeah. exactly no we said this is going to be an episode lit episode so. lit. So I think we should wrap it up, uh, but maybe you want to uh, tell people how they can get a hold of us before we uh, sign out? Yes. We, we would love to hear your feedback. You can uh, send us an email, fill out the form uh, at www.blurringthelinespodcast.com. Uh, we would like to talk about what you would like to hear, I think. 
<laughs> maybe, maybe it's not. Possible. It's possible. It's possible that we want to talk about the things you want us to talk about mm-hmm. within we our don't. areas of expertise. That, but if you don't email us, we don't know. What we don't that know. Is. Yeah. And and just you know, outside of our expertise, has not kept us from talking about it either. <laughs> this is very true. <laughs> Contrary to what you might think, I don't know a thing about information security. (laughs) Totally just winging it. Yeah. Totally. That's why you should go to paradigmcc.com and contact those guys. Perfect. They they know what they're doing. (laughs) I'm so glad you told me about them because I I don't know what I would do until, you know, until I heard about that. That sounds really good. All right, my friend. On that note, I think it is about time that one or both of us push the big red button. Boom. Boom. To contact either us or our guests, visit BlurringTheLinesPodcast.com. If you like what you're hearing, do us a solid and subscribe to our podcast. And leave us a five-star review in iTunes, Google Play Store, or wherever you found us. 